All who come to this happy place, welcome. The moment has arrived to welcome the world to Euro Disney. Welcome, curious friends. Come on, everybody. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the ED92 radio show. Uh, we want to thank everyone who listened to our first episode and sent us some comments and feedback. They're very much appreciated. And uh, please do the same for this episode number two. Uh, we're very excited about this episode. We have a lot to discuss uh, with, of course, my two co-hosts, as usual. Uh, he's the most famous beardy Disney fan. It's a curious Axel. Hey, Axel. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and uh, we have a special surprise guest host today since, uh, well, technically it is uh, Tuesday guest star day when we record this. Uh, he's, a, he's a Periscope superstar and a fan favorite. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> DeAndre from uh, Play Where Talk Red. Hey, how you guys doing? How are you? Welcome, welcome to the show. I'm excited. It'll be fun. Uh, so let's get uh, let's get started. Uh, lots of topics to cover this week, and uh, we're going to start with uh, the latest and greatest reopen attraction at Disneyland Paris. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. Yay! Uh, reopen! Yay! <laughs> finally! It, it finally, it reopened. Uh, maybe uh, two, three weeks ago. Three weeks ago now. <clears throat> Uh, lots of new things uh, in it, uh, uh, namely uh, new animatronics, uh, two Jack Sparrows, and uh, our friend, uh, wait, what's his name again? Barbosa. Uh, Barbosa. Captain Barbosa. Sorry, yeah. Sorry Barbosa. <laughs> uh, and also a big announcement from uh, uh, the Disney Park blog about the redhead who gained um, a gun and um, joined the pirates. All right, so um, what do you guys think? Uh, you've, uh, you've, uh, Axel, you wrote it. I wrote it. DeAndre, you. I'm the odd man out. I'm, ho I'm hoping I can contribute to the conversation. We're, I'm writing it this weekend. Right. Uh, so um, I'm a little bit late to the game. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we've talked about it a lot online. Yeah, uh, I've seen, I've seen the press release. Um, I've seen pictures, but I've not actually watched any ride footage. But I'm aware of the new scenes. I'm aware of the, of what, what they've added to it. You stayed spoiler free. Uh, well, the first the first thing uh, that that you know was announced is the is the whole redhead that was almost a scandal when it was announced, and now that it's happened, I feel like people are sort of okay with it. I think it was I pretty had a well done. That would be the case. I had a feeling that as soon as people actually got to ride it, and experience it, and see it for themselves, it would calm down a little bit because you know that whatever Disney does, they always try and put the best foot forward, uh, especially now that they're trying to make it seem like they're trying extra hard with Disneyland Paris because they have a new uh, person in charge, Catherine Powell, you know, she wants to make a statement for herself. And now that they're owned by the Walt Disney Company, you know, they're, they're really trying to put their best foot forward. And I, I had no doubt that it would look cool. Now, me personally, the idea of the change, I, you know, I would have preferred it to have stayed what it was because, and I think you guys touched on this previously in, in the last episode, you know, it's just showing pirates doing what pirates do. You know, they're being bad. They're doing doing bad things. You're not really supposed to be cheering for them, but it's kind of played for for comedy as well. That whole scene. It's not like they're being very serious or nasty about it. Of course, yeah. Um, but and I, it's still bad. She has a gun, and she's basically yeah, she's, robbing the yeah, people from the village. She's, so she's a bad red hat. That's a good thing. <laughs> she's going from being a victim to one of the pirates, one of the ones doing doing the after harm. after <laughs> doing the ride. I think. We as fanboys or girls 
are the only ones complaining about that Red Hat scene. But if you go, if you, if you step in that boat, and you just go by that scene, I think if if somebody is first time, they will never notice that exactly. something has changed. Even if it's their second or third time, and they don't know the story behind, they will never notice. Don't forget that the pirates around, because the, the the thing that I was afraid of is that everything would change now you go by and you hear those pirates around saying like we want a, a gun just like the red hat okay and before they were yelling we want the red hat now they want her gun but they want to be the like same, the red hat. it's the same feel you know and it's 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 yeah a, i think it, it's pretty well done as far as storyline changes, and there's a lot of uh, well, there's a lot. There's another. Uh, there's another changes in uh, uh, the dueling pirates is now a man and a woman. Little statement there. We, we knew something. Uh, something special was coming because Tony Baxter talked about it at a, at a D23 uh, Destination D. Uh, didn't think that it was going to be that at all, but it's kind of a nice touch. It's a and nice touch. I've never seen before. I've you know. When I first started going to Disneyland Paris, it was only a couple of years ago. That scene was gone. You know, that scene was entire. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, so it, now it never works. Yeah, I heard about the challenges they had. They had to keep it going. And it's a tough one. Disappeared. So. It's a, tough, it's a one. tough one to make robots, uh, you know, maneuver a sword. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> especially, I think this scene, especially this scene, could have been better if they had the budget. You know, could you just imagine? You know, the scene where Angelica is fighting Jack Sparrow, you know, and you had a, a, a replica Angelica audio animatronic and then a Jack and they would fans each other. That would have been amazing, but they only had budget for three new animatronics, so they had to do with it. Yeah. And talking about the other anim- animatronics, remember there was this photo of the Jack Sparrow uh, in the uh, barrel that looked absolutely horrible. It I don't know who terrible. who went in there and took a photo with an iPhone and a flash or something. <laughs> but it was I was just really uh, um, well, you know scared. It was the face. The face was so bloated. I mean, yeah, Johnny, especially yeah. now, Johnny Depp is very gaunt. You know, very, you know, he's yeah. got that cat-like face. And that, but that animatronic, it looked like he'd been inflated with, uh, with uh, collagen in his in his cheeks. But, but you will see DeAndre <laughs> when you write it. It actually looks good in the ride. I, Excellent. It was, That's great. It's not That's as bad. That. He has good facial expression. He looks up and down. <laughs> and he's just a little like you know, smirk well, yeah, or whatever. I knew the actual movement of the animatronic would be top top notch. You know, that, that's, yeah, you know, yeah. That's yeah. So it, I think it time. works. Uh, and and the last one also works. But you know, the things that people are being said on Twitter is like so. Now, what is the ending of the story? Because it used to be that you're a pirate and you're, you know, you're stealing, you get all that gold, but in the end, you don't take it to the grave. There's this skeleton, uh, you know, on top of the treasure that basically says, you know, you can have as much riches during your lifetime, you know. But so now, now there's Jack Sparrow on top of it, who's basically cheering. So... So this, the ending of the story... So you're saying I guess, the lesson kind of, is changed. The lesson of the story is completely changed. Well, what yeah. is the lesson of the story? He has that beaten Jack them Sparrow all. Is fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he has he's beaten a, them all. It's his the, gold. He's the ultimate right. pirate. Yeah. Okay. But he, well, is he trapped now? Is he trapped in there? And you guys and, can get out. Ooh, you know, we can get out. Good, uh, but now okay, he's trapped. Okay. Yeah. I Maybe don't he know, is. I don't know if you, if you noticed that before, like you said, there was a skeleton sitting on the gold. Oh right, that's, that's right. That skeleton isn't gone. 
it's still there. Have they tucked it, it is, away? It is still there. So I'm not going to say gem. where it is. I'll have to look for it this weekend. Yeah, look for Go it closely. For it. Everybody who <laughs> listens to if you if you it's in the same scene, it yet, so you it's, know. it's somewhere around. Somewhere around. Just look for it. Um, so so and, uh, yeah, sorry. And and I think the most amazing one, and something we can't capture really on camera is the Barbosa animatronic. That one is truly an amazing piece of art. Yeah. yeah. And I had it's... a feeling that they would they would try something like that. You know, I've seen photographs. So I know kind of what happens, um, but I haven't seen seen what happens myself. So, but I had a feeling they would go in that direction, especially after the reaction people had with Shanghai um, and their and their parts of the Caribbean animatronics and stuff like that. I had a feeling they'd try and push it in that in that direction. Yeah, just this one thing I would say is that they put it at a spot where uh, you're just coming down from the lift and you're going a bit fast. So it is. I mean, it is quick. I guess that that it might works be on because. Purpose. Yeah, because the animatronic movement is quite, uh, you know, sudden, and he's sort of like, you know, take a stab at you, and then you just pass pass yeah. by. But quick but can it's be quick. good. You know, if you really want to see it, it's you. You really just have to pay attention because if you're still screaming from the drop, then uh, probably <laughs> you're gonna miss it. But uh, it has a cool, um, it has a very cool uh, effect, which is very well done. Uh, it's a bit old school, really. No, I don't know. Well, is it pepper, um, maybe pep, Pepper's Ghost? Is it something along the lines? It's, 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 it's a bit, it's a bit blacklight ish. Yeah. Right? Uh, okay. I think so. Okay. Um, uh, but it's well done, and um, so they do works. a good job with that. It works, and uh, well. Uh, <laughs> I'm not talking about the right. I'm talking about uh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, we don't know. We don't know what is what is holding up the right. I think it's been better recently, but uh, the first couple of weeks, uh, it. it, it it has been uh, opening late, closing for several hours during the day. Oof. Not really sure. <sighs> and we just I went know. through this. We just went through this with Big Thunder Mountain. I know. Um, we are going through this. Because yeah, I know. It's still going. It's, 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 still going on. It's, it's going better the last few days. So maybe they just hand it off. I'm not saying they, they hand it off to operations too early. But maybe operations thought it was good to go and they opened the ride too early don't forget the handoff of the walt disney imagineering 2 operations was planned for july 10th on july 14th i was there for the infinity preview that's only four days that's not a lot of time yeah yeah, I mean, and, and it's hard to imagine that anything uh, with the right system could be broken because it's been floating just fine for the past 25 years. Yeah, uh, I did write it once when there was no overall music in the attraction. So each scene had the voices and the local sort of sound effect and music, but the overall attraction did not have music, which was kind of a weird uh, You, you notice a lot more of the uh, creaking and the... Yeah, the actual yeah. in room in room noises of the actual animatronics. Yeah, and the voices and the you know <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I remember uh, I went on to uh, uh, Phantom Manor and uh, it broke down and bit by bit they were taking down the audio so the the sound effects were pretty much the first thing to go and the voices then went and after everything shut off but the animatronics were still moving you heard all the creaking and the moaning and the clinking of the machinery it, it was kind of it was kind of creepy it was very old school yeah. as well I Felt like you were in an old spook house um like you find in the carnival 
Yeah, yeah. There's, there's something also they did uh, really well that not a lot of people talk about is the whole fire scene. A lot of it has been replaced by projections, and they also yeah. kept some of the original um, effects. And there's actually a funny story that I that I read somewhere. I think Tony Baxter maybe talked about it. Uh, when they opened the ride in '92, they had the fire marshal or whoever in France, uh, 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 you know, go through the ride. Uh, with some people, or I think maybe it was also some people from Disney, and they rode the ride, and they were like, they were like, "Are you crazy? We can't do this. We can't have fire inside this building. We can't, we can't open an attraction that has fire all day inside the building." They were like, "What are you talking about? These are just pieces of cloth, like with, with lights on them." So <laughs> you that's can get, how good you the can effects get that stuff were. at the local corner store around exactly. Halloween. It's, it's a very basic effect. Once after very that, effective. he was fired. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Well uh, so they did a good job at replacing some of them with with uh, uh, with uh, projections, yeah. screens, um, and, uh, and and some of them they kept the old effects. Uh, there's also, uh, I think we talked about this, Axel. There's also the um, uh, the smoke screen on top of the lift that shows uh, Blackbeard and um, Davy Jones and Davy Jones, both um, French and English. All right, so they rotate. So depending on which boat you're in, you get a different one. Uh, I I wasn't overly impressed by them. I thought the projections were too small on the screen and too bright. It really felt like a projection and not really a ghost oh. in the smoke. That's a shame because uh, that's one of my favorite effects from the uh, American version of, of that. You know, when they when they first exactly, redid yeah. the uh, Walt Disney World version of the attraction, that was my my favorite thing because it's it just sold very well because it, it not only was the projection in front of you but it was slightly inset in the smoke it just felt like it was for deeper in and there was a layer of smoke on top of it as well it exactly just, yeah, yeah. It, 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 sets... has, it has no use in paris the the placing of that screen of that effect has no use in the story so that's they, they could have done better they could have done better well, but it's still nice overall we love it and we love that it's i think it is uh you know apart from phantom manor one of the last ones to go through the uh enhancement uh schedule uh a bit late so glad to have it back um so we're gonna take a break right now but uh we will be back in just a moment and we are going to be talking about d23 see you in a bit Welcome back to the ED92 radio show. I'm here with uh, Axel and DeAndre, and uh, we're, uh, we're going to talk about D23 in just a little bit. But before we talk about D23, we just want to close off the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean topic with uh, you know, another, uh, uh, another uh, feature of the attraction, which is the new Captain Jacks, uh, formerly Blue Lagoon. Uh, we already said that we hate the name, so uh, we're going to move on from that. But what do we think about the food? And uh, Axel went and had dinner there and uh, really wants to talk about it. So uh, tell us. Well, I, there's a few things that we just need to get clear. It is not a character dinner yet. So you might have the chance to see Captain Jack Sparrow or you might just eat and go. So there's no, you don't have any certainty that you're gonna see Captain Jack Sparrow. So if you want to go just for the character, don't. If you want to go for the food, don't. 
Well, <laughs> but I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say don't. If they if they have everything on the menu, then it's good. You know, we went on a Sunday night. Wasn't that late? Still just opened, and they were out of the main dessert item. You know, banana rum covered dessert. They didn't have those, so we had to start the whole evening with saying, you know, we don't have that dessert, but pick anything you like. We suggest a chocolate tart. Of course, the tart that you can find on each and every buffet in Disneyland Paris, cut in half and but on a plate. But it's cut in half, so that means it's better, no? <laughs> <laughs> you should try to you stir mean, them up. You can turn right around. There's more. Outside. There's more. If you cut it in half, there's more food in your plate. If, if they cut it in half, there's only one good thing about it, <laughs> that you have less taste in your mouth each and every time you put something in it. And that's the only thing that's good about that tart. But for for the rest, the menu was quite okay. The menu was good, you know. Not the fifty-five euros menu. I don't think that's correct. <laughs> that price isn't correct. But we had the menu at forty-seven ninety-nine, so almost forty-eight euros, and that was that was good. So okay. I do recommend. There's something like a, a sausage kind of with uh, plantain bananas. How you call them? Those, those, Is those it black big. pudding? I think. Yeah, it's no? black pudding, yeah. and then mm. that was really good. And then in um, that's an a very odd thing. Sorry, have, yeah, that's a very odd thing to have on the menu in a, in a restaurant like that. But it's I good. It's, it's, spicy. Oh, it's, like, it's like a and Caribbean. It's I love it. It's yeah. a Caribbean dish, like French Caribbean. Uh, I didn't they do a lot of that. Yeah. And uh, as a main as a, a main course, I had uh, a prime beef with uh, sweet potatoes so that was that was good that was good but then we also had on our table the 55 euro menu with fish that was overcooked and yeah well we we're gonna guess it it was fish okay we're gonna take a good <laughs> guess on it that it was fish now they need to work a few things out and if you have several complaints about the fish, then you need to know something is wrong. And then at the price point of 55 euros, you need to change the strategy. And yeah, just, they, should, they should be hypersensitive to that kind of feedback yeah. right now as, as it's just opened. They just rebranded it. They just changed all the menu. They should be sort of watching every single thing that happens in that restaurant. But in a way, is it new really? You know, they changed the menu. They've changed the menus around the resort. They change them all the time. It's a little bit of a, of a, more of an overhaul, but really it's the same kitchen, it's the same type of food. Well, when Agrabah Cafe had its uh, renovation, I was, I was there shortly after, and there were managers, guys with suits and na name badges, you know, walking uh, yeah. around, evaluating everything. And I, I took that as a good thing. And the meal I had there was fantastic, so I actually spoke directly to them to let them know because I know they're looking for that kind of feedback. Yeah, but it, overall we did it's not a bad we we didn't have a bad experience, you know. I have I have had bad experiences in, in Disneyland Paris and this one was okay, mainly because the fish was not on my plate, but that's something else, but it it was okay. We we had we had a good meal and for those 48 euros before this kind of thing we we paid maybe 40 euros. It wasn't too bad. And we are going to give it another try later on because I'm sure they can do a better job. And also, you know, it, it was new. You know, the, the dessert was new. They never know if it's going to work or not. 
if the menu is going to pick up or not. So it did pick up and they were out of it. So now we're going to have to go back for the dessert, for the rum and for Jack Sparrow. And for the bananas. And for the bananas, of course. We Where had is a, your banana? We had, we Where had is a, the rum? <laughs> we had a quiet, we had a very quiet evening, mainly because of the main part of our evening. The ride was closed down and there were no boats going by. So that was a good thing. But oh. the, the restaurant itself didn't change a lot. They slapped a few pirates flags on it. Uh, they gave the staff a different outfit. They put some plastic guns uh, everywhere and, and that's it. You know, it's still the Blue Lagoon with plastic guns and pirate flags. The flags Which in really a way, disappointed me, actually, because I saw pictures of the flags and they look like something you can go down to the local store and just get. But in a way, isn't it good that they kept like the essence and the look of Blue Lagoon? Because that way we didn't really lose Blue Lagoon. We just we just got a slightly theme version, no. re-theme version of no, it. No, you, you lost Blue Lagoon. Now you just have a pirate restaurant with an interior where you ask, like, how did that came here? You know, <laughs> how is that possible? That doesn't uh, look okay. So again, budget. There is a backstory though. You know, Jack Sparrow won it from Angelica or something. Who's a pirate too, so... And took it over and... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Uh, They tried. Good thing thing if you do catch Captain Jack Sparrow in his restaurant, they reward you a chicken. Sorry? They reward you a chicken. If you find Jack Sparrow inside the restaurant, your reward is a chicken. It's, It's on each and every wanted sign with Jack Sparrow's face on it. If you catch him, you get a chicken. I'm going like to hold him to that. a live chicken or... Uh... Hold you know why I don't know? Because there was no Jack Sparrow in the restaurant. <laughs> uh... But it is not a character dining location. It's, it's so not it's okay. yet. yet. No. yet. <laughs> but no Jack Sparrow, no, no Jack Sparrow. rum, no bananas. We had, we had a incredible service. So thank you, Vanessa, who was our waitress. She did a, a great job. And uh, we are going to go back. We are going to go Good. back and, and try it uh, and maybe try some other items from, from the menu, but we are definitely going to go back. All right. And that concludes our Pirates of the Caribbean uh, discussion. Discussion? Yeah, okay. Uh, we're going to move on to uh, next topic. Uh, so it's been, it's been a little while now, uh, but uh, D23 happened. Uh, it came and went, and you know, uh, I think we're all as fan of the use now, used to it now. Uh, D23 in California is not really the forum for Disneyland Paris announcements, uh, uh, or for just for in Disney parks in general. Uh, so, uh, but this year we kind of had hopes, uh, there's a lot of talk about Marvel, uh, and we did get announcements about Marvel, but not really the one we expected. Uh, the only thing we got was a few seconds about uh, Disney's Hotel New York turning into Hotel New York, the art of Marvel. Very original name, as usual, from Disney <laughs> Paris. Uh, and uh, really, uh, I think, personally, I feel like they were trying to sell this as a Marvel hotel. I feel like it's more of a continuation of Disneyland Paris hotels uh, being refurbished with a touch of Disney, you know, Santa Fe got some cars and Cheyenne got some Toy Story. Newport Bay Club got whatever they got, characters with sailor hats. 
so uh, I feel like is that, is is that, that like Donald? Who, who's it? Yeah, no, it's Donald's hotel. hotel. No, that's that, Mickey. That's that's he is everywhere in that hotel. He's yeah, everywhere. That's, that's Donald. Is but That's that's yeah. the original concept. He he was there in the very beginning. No, but there's also too. Mickey. There's Captain Mickey with his hat. No, yeah. or did I yeah, just dream that? He, and well, there's Captain Mickey inside the gift shop. But, yeah, that was that was. But a, not in the rooms, like on the top of the. No, room. it's it's like a hidden Mickey with uh, sailor cords, or how do you call that? You know, oh, like, like yeah, the, the, ropes, roping, uh, ropes, yeah, yeah. Uh, ropes. Uh, yeah. So. Okay, uh, so I just dreamt that then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, so Hotel New York turning to Marvel. Uh, we've seen the concept arts, uh, and we had seen uh, we had posted the the test hallways uh, before. It's it's all pretty uh, standard, modern. Uh, looks like sort of mm. like a modern New York hotel, uh, with the addition of of course you know. Marvel touches, probably posters, and uh, there's a few armors in the lobby, and I'm sure they'll they'll be able to do something with the restaurants as well. But so um, basically, it what... looks like the bedroom of a 13 year old. It does. It does. I, I think it's a lot more subtle than that. You know, yeah, you got the props, and I'll go on record. I'm looking forward to the the Marvel retheme for that hotel. But you know, you look at the hotel and just looking at the concept art. Yeah, you have the suits of armor. Yeah, you have the staff and the the cosmic cube. Um, but everything else, the actual artwork, is a lot more subtle than it could be because it could they could be using really bold colors and make it look really cartoony and kitty, but they're using black and white. You know, they're using relief or embossed uh, sheet metal on the sides. I see Axel shaking his head. Um, and when you look at the when you look at the fonts and the lighting in that in that main uh, reception area, it's very Art Deco. It's very I, I think it's very classy. They use a lot of uh, wood effect. Uh, a lot of muted colors. It's not. It's not really sort of in-your-face Marvel comic pal, bang whiz zoom type stuff. And it, it easily could have been. So it is not a Marvel hotel. Then is that what you're saying? Oh, I'm saying it's Marvel. <laughs> when you look at when you and it's it's more geared towards the Marvel comics as well. And I was really surprised about that because, you know, Disney likes to tout Marvel as a brand using the movie characters, not so much the actual comic book characters. And when you look at the artwork uh, paneling above the exit windows it's all very classic looking spider-man and other, you know, thor and all those other classic heroes not the movie versions of those heroes oh wow okay all right okay i guess i guess we didn't really uh, uh analyze the concept part close enough but that's why we have good. a guest tuesday exactly that's why we, <laughs> we have the marvel nerd in the house Exactly. So you're a fan of the comic books more than the yeah. movies. Well, I'm, I'm a fan of all of it. You know, as a, as a long-term comic book fan of Marvel and DC, you know, I applaud them for using this new IP that they've got. They spent the money for it. They spent billions trying to get Marvel on board. Now they're bringing it. Now they're bringing it into the parks and the hotels. I'm I'm all for that. The Walt spent... Disney Studios manager thanks you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, but... I live my life, you know, wanting to see these things and have these things around me, you know. Uh, to be able to walk into, you know, Star Wars fans are getting it as well. You know, being able to walk into a hotel that's completely themed around something you grew up with, whether it's a classic Disney cartoon or a Marvel uh, comic or a Star Wars film, it tantalizes you, gets you excited about being there. You know, they give, they're trying to give something for the for the Marvel fans as well. Well, you know, that's a good point. I actually never thought of it. Uh, it would be it would be great if they would take more inspiration from the uh, comics than from the movies for the theme park versions of marvel i think that would be a great move for them because you sort of go back to the roots and uh 
and like create something different, uh, not just a copy of something you've seen on the big screen, which yeah. is not which well, is Marvel, which you know. Look at Mission Breakout. You know they they created from the ground up a new experience based on the movie. You know, so it's not a car- carbon copy of the movie. It's a totally new story um, around these film characters. Even that would be okay. You know, hopefully we have that to look forward to at Walt Disney Studios. Yeah, and that's that's actually all the announcement that we were v- waiting for, uh, and <laughs> so there's uh, there's there's three of them. Uh, the the first one has been discussed forever now. Uh, it's uh, Tower Terror turning into Guardians of Galaxy Mission Breakout. Uh, no one uh, no one believes that it could happen, but for some reason the rumors they keep coming and coming and coming. So it's going to uh, happen. People need why? to accept it, it now. Who said yeah. such a thing? It is. <laughs> it is going to happen. It is going to happen. But you know, it it's something. It's something that is uh, that is hard to imagine with the state of the studios right now. But we have to remember that Disney's Hollywood studio in the US and and Walt Disney Studios in Paris are both going to move away from the concept of a movie studio. So instead of bringing guests into a working movie studio, which Maybe worked when it opened in in the nineties in the US or the eighties, maybe. Yeah, MGM Studios um, back back when I was a kid was my favorite park because I was a yeah, I'm a yeah. massive movie nerd even back when I was ten years old. So being able to walk into a studio and see Honey I Shrunk the Audience and see the Streets of New Streets of America, you know. It's a fantastic concept. But I think it's outdated now. I think people want Yes I did it and it's gonna move it's gonna move away from that. So mm. We're going to take another break, but uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, all the things that we uh, were hoping to hear at D23. So uh, stick around. We'll be right back. We are back on the ED92 radio show. I'm here with Axel and DeAndre, and we're in the middle of talking about everything that was not announced at D23. So the first thing uh, we started talking about is, you know, Tower Terror turning into Guardians of the Galaxy. It is going to happen. It is going to happen one day. Uh, uh, and, you know, it will fit within the rest of the Marvel Land. Uh, things are going to be quite different for the experience. It's not going to be yeah. uh, a park when they put you in, inside a working movie studio. It's going to be a park about putting you into the movies. And as such, I think the reviews of uh, uh, Mission Breakout in California were actually really good. People were very scared at first. Uh, so what do you guys think? Is it going to fit? What's, what's going to happen? Well, I think the, the thing that bothered most people and still bothers me when I see photographs of it was that you had um, this amazing Hollywood Boulevard in California. Beautiful recreation of Hollywood Boulevard or Buena Vista Street or whatever you want to call it. And at the end of that, you had this grand hotel. It looked amazing, right? But now you've got a bunch of metal and it's all colored and it looks weird. And I think that was what people were most worried about was that it wouldn't it wouldn't mesh with what you have around you in that park but i don't think you're really going to have that issue at disneyland paris because you don't really have that hollywood boulevard you have a small little courtyard but that's kind of kind of self-contained isn't it um you know you, you don't you can barely see tower of terror past some of these buildings so they could easily transform that into the collector's tower and it wouldn't really be that much of an eyesore um the other issue may be with, if they continue on with uh, season of the forest trying to project project onto that um with all of the uh, components of that of that new structure they can figure out a way i'm sure i'm sure they can work it out they wouldn't have invested so much into trying 
to project if they knew that they're maybe 10 years down the line, they're going to scrap it all. Well, we'll talk about projections later. But <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, the only thing is, you know, uh, there was a mistake that was done in Paris when they built Tower Terror is that they put it in that in that spot that's sort of like in your face when you enter the park. And now you have this massive building that's blocking the way of everything, whether in all the other parks, it's in the back of the park. It's at the end of Sunset Boulevard. Yes. It's at the end of, you know, Hollywood uh, Boulevard. And it, in Paris, uh, you know, they better have a whole Marvel land right there waiting for you because it's going to be in your face when you enter the park. Uh, and they and, will. Um, and they will have a complete Marvel land. You will enter the studios. You will go to the left. You will find Marvel. You will go to the right. What's already Pixar land? You have the Aladdin is the only odd one out. But then you have Crush, you have Cars, you have Ratatouille, you have Toy Story. So the right part, the right wing of that park is already Toy Story. You have a meet and greet with Mickey and one with, with Buzz. You, you just take away Mickey, you put another Pixar, you put uh, Duck or, or uh, Mr. Fredrickson. And, and that's that whole part... It's Pixar, with the exception of Aladdin, which is a ride. It's still well. That ride, that ride was just like thrown in there because it needed to have more rides in in, in the in studios. The space. Yeah. I personally think that it would be easy to retheme it and put it in Adventureland between you know, in, in the pathway between Pirates and uh, uh, Agrabah Cafe. You know, in that little across from Adventure Isle. When there's really just not that much going on there. Um, but there's a anyway. restaurant. Well, n- no, between you know, between pirates and um, yeah, it's just a long strip Africa. of nothing, really. It's, it's a long it's, strip of nothing. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I, I think they use that for you know backstage purposes, but uh, yeah. But anyway, other, other, other uh, than that, it could be repurposed. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so uh, to go back to Marvel, the other thing that's in preparation, and apparently they are working very hard, is the, the new Marvel stunt show or uh, live show that is going to replace uh, Cinemagic. Uh, there's a lot going on in there. Uh, lots of rumors. Uh, we're not really sure exactly what's going on inside the building, but uh, we've heard that uh, the roof is being uh, changed for a hard roof instead of a tent. We heard that uh, maybe the queue was going to be extended indoor under the bleachers, under the seats, uh, and uh, a, a real stage is being built because, you know, Cinemagic was just a little in front of the screen type of stage. But, but you know, uh, fundamentally, uh, the, the, the entire theater is the same as uh, the one on the other side for making a magician, so we can expect some, a stage of the same size. Um, and that is supposed to be coming in as soon as uh, next summer, uh, so they're very hard at work on that. Well, that's, uh, that's something I'm surprised they didn't touch on during D23. Uh, if if it's that far along, and you know they know it's happening, they could have at least dropped uh, some maybe some concept art. Or... There, yeah, there yeah. are a few there are a few things going around. They only uh, presented the hotel, and it would be mainly because the whole deal of the Walt Disney Company owing Disneyland Paris isn't complete isn't the, 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 the circle isn't round yeah. so they might wait and, and we might see a, a few other things or a few other announcement, announcements 
beyond D23 and maybe in the coming months. Uh, we well, that's what I was going to touch on. You know, that's, that's something I noticed and I know there, there's a lot of uh, upset when it was just the hotel, essentially, that was mentioned at D23, the hotel renovation, renovation. But, you know, like you said, I think they're trying to wait until everything's, you know, signed and dotted and ready to ready to go before they start making a big announcement. The other thing I wanted to say was, uh, at D23, it was an overwhelming amount of park news. And if they had dropped the important Disneyland Paris information in there, it would have been lost in the, in the shuffle. It would have been you know, sort of glossed. Lost in the big California, Florida yeah, show. There was a yeah. lot of Cal- and a lot of California. It was, it was heavy yeah. Lost, California, it, lost so. in the magic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and also that Disneyland Paris maybe deserves its own announcement for all of this. I think they wait until other, other other news kind of quiets down, because because yeah. the stuff is so far ahead as well. We're not talking in the next one or two years. We're talking further afield. Maybe not so much with the show because that's like you say, it's coming up very quickly. But all of the other things that uh, have been rumored, that's that's projected way into the future. And if you drop it now, it's going to just undercut. I think people can they they will they will look surprised. I think the tower might be coming sooner as we think. So let, let's just wait on that. And I think everything they're going to do for the Walt Disney Studios will be better for the future of the park. And now yeah. we know today, well, almost uh, as from the 13th of August, we will have a better Walt Disney Studios than Hollywood Studios in Florida because they will close everything down there. <laughs> every piece of news, <laughs> every piece of news coming out of Hollywood Studios is a negative. Something's closing. Yeah, everything is closing over there. But they so, have so much <laughs> coming up, though. They have they have Star well, Wars Land. Come yeah. on, like we can't. It'll be worth that. it. Let's put it that way. It'll they have be worth Star Wars it. Land and a Toy Story Land that's <laughs> arguably is going to be better than ours. It's going to be an entirely so, new park. Yeah. So you know, people have to just kind of wait it out, sweat it out. I'm going there yeah. in, in September, so I'm going to be there when everything's going to close, and. You know, even I'm kind of a little hesitant to, to get excited about being there, but I know it's coming and it's worth it. You know, it's going to happen. You just got to be yeah. patient. And the, the other thing I wanted to talk about is I hope, uh, you know, all those new Marvel attractions get proper theming around them because it's one thing to have wow. Guardians of the Galaxy, a show. And then the other thing that we haven't talked about is uh, Rock and Roller Coaster is rumored to be turning into Spider Man. And Axel went and talked to Spider Man, who confirmed the rumor. And he confirmed. <laughs> Straight the from the news. spider's mouth. Spider Man <laughs> confirmed the news. He even said there was a Spider Man land coming. Oh, he's on <laughs> land. Oh, he's getting a little bit ahead of be, That but, might be a bit over the top. But, but. He confirmed the ride, so that's already a good thing. Or you can but, you know, it toy, like instead of Toy Story Mania, Spider Man Mania, and you know instead of shooting balls, you shoot Ooh, webs. Ooh, good idea. Webs to get the, 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 the I villains, do think yeah. we we will get uh, a Spider Man roller coaster, but the Toy Story Mania, uh, don't put that idea too far. <laughs> I don't know. You know, Toy Story Mania has been talked about and shelved so many times. Uh, well, it's an easy ride. win, isn't it? It's an easy win because it it already exists elsewhere. Just like with with the Guardians, it's an, it, it's an easy win. So it's easy for people to keep these kind of rumors alive because yeah. it's, it's so plausible, so easy to do. So. Yeah, but I mean, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster definitely has to go. Uh, and I think Spider-Man is a great choice for it because you're, you know, zipping through the buildings. You're, yeah, absolutely. 
you know, there's lots you can do with that. Uh, lots of props you can put around the coaster inside, and you know, so I think yeah, it's, you can have uh, facades of buildings all all along. So it's like you're swinging through the buildings. Yeah, yeah because in the US, uh, US like we know, coaster. Disneyland Paris just slap red and blue light on everything. <laughs> and it will happen too, and that will be your right. You all have. Well, when you said you know you else. hope the the area is themed, you know I can't I can't get my hopes up too much that 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 the entire area is going to be as themed as as maybe the Disneyland Park is because you know at the end of the day you have a lot of concrete and you're not really going to be able to get around that. It, it, there's a way it needs to go. We need proper sidewalks. We need a, maybe a New York theme for the entire area. Maybe maybe not New York, but you know New York, Chicago, big city theme. Hey, if they need advice on how to make it a rep, an authentic replica of Chicago, I'm their man. There so, you go. There you go. So Disney is called DeAndre. He knows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, lots, lots of uh, expected announcement. Not much came in. What is going to happen to uh, Mortar's action spectacular then? Uh, if we're getting all of Marvel, is this? Oh, is that still away? there? <laughs> it is. It is, and it's got a great that thing in years, new so photo location in front geez. of it. <laughs> a brand new attraction. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a lot of space. Uh, it's a lot of space to take a fit something in. Yeah, it is, the last it's a big theater, happens. a big uh, yeah stadium. Because not only do you have the actual car driveway and set but you have a massive massive amphitheater in the back in the back yeah, yeah absolutely I, and i was expecting actually marvel the marvel show to be there but apparently yeah. they took cinemagic instead yeah um, but why why wouldn't that be possible you have a lot of options you have black widow that they can come in with with a huge truck and then drive around you know yeah, oh you're talking about a, a marvel re-theme of motor action yeah, yeah. you they took away Herbie to put in Lightning McQueen. Uh, next thing up, the Black Widow. Yeah, you could change the set in the back instead of being a little a French village. It could be uh, it could be some kind of like city city landscape. Like an alley. Yeah, well, you know, you ha you do have. Nah, it's too close to the to stage show. I'm thinking um, the Marvel TV shows. So you have Daredevil and Luke Cage and things like that, sort of gritty urban stuff. There's a lot of um, uh, sort of close quarter street combat in, in those shows. That could that could potentially be put to good use, but I think that would fit more in the in the other theater show indoors where they're having the stunt show. But I have a feeling they're going to be doing for that show, that stunt show that they're going to do towards the front of the park where Cinema Magic was. I think they're going to do what they what's already happening because there is a Marvel stunt show um, with Marvel characters in it that travels the globe already now. Ah. Um, so I have a feeling it'll be the same thing. So I have to refit that theater for harnesses for the flying characters or the big jump jumping scenes and all that kind of stuff but um, well what from what i've heard uh uh apparently it is going to be even better than mickey and the magician which uh, oh that's that's it, big yeah, i have i have heard that i have heard that apparently they have really high expectations for it so uh so let's see we'll we'll see that next summer so am i the only one wondering what they're going to do with the buffet restaurant Think of the possibilities. <laughs> they can what get a character meal in there. He thinks with the stomach. That's they, it. they can they can do like a, hey, they can make it a Captain America's diner or a a Cafe de Cascadeurs can be Captain America's diner. Yeah, and they can yeah, do I mean, so there's plenty much. of options there. Yeah, I mean, they can do stuff. I'm I'm disappointed that they don't put a little more Star Wars in there. People are gonna hate me because I'm saying that, but <laughs> like a Star Wars cantina in there. But you can't because if we're ever going to have Star Wars land, it'll, it'll be in Disneyland. Disneyland. I know. I know. 
that it has to but be the people that's not wanting the, well, the, to to the people that don't want Marvel and Star Wars in the park. That's a whole that's a whole discussion discussion. But you have people that have grown up with these stories. These stories are older than the uh, than some of the stuff that you're watching from Pixar and from from Disney Animation. Uh, so fifty years worth of stories right there. Um, that's a that's yeah. a long legacy, and that deserves no, representation in the park. And anything to theme that uh, left on the star would be great because you know the food is uh, the food is decent there, but uh, the theming in that in that it, it just looks like a, a corporate canteen. It is. Uh, so it needs to have something else. And and then let's not talk about the you know the other backlot cafe uh, uh, that, that blockbuster cafe which has. Pirates, Ugh. former High School Musical, turn Marvel. I gave it a chance a couple uh, times, I, I, and you know, I'm not going to no, be going back there. No, no, they have to go. So, lots to look forward to. Hopefully, a big announcement soon, maybe this fall. Um, so, uh, we'll have to stay tuned for that. Uh, we're going to take another break, and uh, when we come back, we are going to be talking about seasons, Disneyland Paris seasons and the mess that they're gonna uh that they have in store for us this fall. So uh stick around and uh, we'll be back. Welcome back to the ED ninety two radio show. Uh we have a new topic coming up and it's a big controversial one. It is now uh what's the date today? August uh, August eighth. August eighth and we, and we still do not know what is going on this fall. But uh what we uh, pushed out today is a new rumor for as soon as September, which I was personally surprised about. Uh, it's a mini food and wine festival that is uh, potentially, uh, as it's still a rumor, uh, happening on Place de Rémy. And it would be slightly modeled after the Epcot Food and Wine Festival in much smaller, smaller <laughs> size uh, and be themed around uh, French regions. Uh, so kind of like a, a, a cool little idea uh, being launched. Uh, I guess uh, teams on the ground are already being briefed about it, so it might happen very soon. Uh, we had some good uh, reaction on Twitter about it. I think people are quite happy, except for the short notice. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, I, okay. Uh, my thoughts, and this is this is the thing that runs through my head every time everybody says, uh, well, the next, the third gate at Disneyland Paris should be an Epcot-like park. And I'm just thinking, okay, it's French, it's a French plaza, but why do you want to market French food to its own country? You see what I mean? It, I just right, well, don't see Well, 50% of the guests are not French. Well, that's still 50%. And are bringing their is picnics. The, <laughs> the appeal of the of of Epcot in the States is that you know you're getting to at least see something of these other countries that most Americans will never ever ever get to see. Um, so you know, it seems a little bit too close to home. That's my personal opinion on on that idea. Well, it seems to happen during. Uh, if it does happen in September, it seems to happen around the Run Disney time, where last year there were many many guests from the U.S. and from all across Europe. So. It could also be sort of targeted. It could be it could be a good synergy between Run Disney and this little mini French food and wine festival. Uh, and also, you know, when you've you've run half a marathon, you're definitely going to go for all the cheese and wine options. After. Well, you mean you're not going to have that box meal that they had last time? That thing was supposed to be off the charts good. I heard such rave uh, reviews of uh, that <laughs> that box meal that you had as part of your package, right? I did not get a box meal. I, well, I didn't do the half marathon, so I don't know. Oh, right, 
but I, I, I did do the pre-party, to... which we're not going to talk about. It was terrible. I, I think we're going to have to wait uh, what they're going to serve us. First of all, what cheese, what food, at what price? That's the first concern. And the second, we're not at Epcot. We cannot go in the park and just get a drink, get a cocktail, get a beer. You always need to buy food with that. What if you just want to walk up to one of those booths and say, well, I have a glass of white wine. Well, that's not possible. You have to buy cheese. Well, I don't want cheese. I just want a glass of white wine. Like you can do that at the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot. So are they going to change the rules? And Maybe. if they are going to change they the should. rules, they, they probably will, would if it's a small, small scale little food festival. Yeah, and, they and will the prices that. be okay? No, they won't. If if it's anything, <laughs> if it's anything like Epcot, again, if they're using Epcot as a as a model, it's higher prices because you're getting, you're getting higher end food. Yeah, exactly. Higher end food co- costs money. It's an upcharge. And if I know, I know it's, uh, I know it's a bit sad to say that, but I hope they outsource it. Uh, there's plenty of providers, especially in the region of Disneyland Paris, that it would have be a great, great, cheese, o- you great know, opportunity and- to showcase local mar- uh, local food um, suppliers, local markets, exactly regional yeah. things. And and even if you do several regions of France, you know there's plenty of people in the southwest that could come in with you know all types of duck. Um, poor Donald uh, for dark <laughs> recipes and uh, and uh, you know the Savoie region has a lot of you know cheese fondue and all that kind of stuff so there's plenty of options obviously with with food in France to be able to put together something nice so uh, let's see what they do the, the one thing I was a bit worried about and apparently they have a whole guest flow team working on this is uh, it's a bit of a bottleneck on, on Place de Rémy. Uh if we have, if this becomes popular, uh, how are they going to handle people coming in and out? And there's Ratatouille at the end, also bringing in a lot yeah. of guests. I feel like it's a bit of a small area. One thing they could do is have the front access where you would normally go into Place of Remy, have that be the exit for that section, have people go along the long edge of that that wall, go through the the um, barrel of monkeys in that area and then you have to right. leave it out of the other area well we'll see what happens hopefully uh, that, uh, that 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 comes to uh, you know uh, that, that comes to us in September uh, the uh, so we're going to move on uh, chronologically through the seasons because there's a lot to talk about uh, October so oh, you're going to you're going to break my heart aren't you Ben I'm going to break your heart I'm going to break your heart uh, every this, Halloween fan too, and by the way. Absolutely. Uh, so let me just start by saying that this is still a rumor until anything is announced by Disneyland Paris, and we may be wrong, but we have heard this sort of like uh, uh, consistently over the past few weeks. Uh, they're, you know, they're going to keep running the 25th anniversary during Halloween, and there are shows on Castle Stage starting from noon and all throughout the afternoon. Uh, which means that it may not be possible to run the Halloween cavalcade this year. So we might not hear Vive la Vie down the down Main Street this year. Uh, oh. And <laughs> DeAndre passed for out. Those, my, for those my people head, listening, my we, right we see, we see uh, each other on video. And DeAndre, are you crying right now? There's, I'm shedding tears. Yes, I am shedding tears. You're a bit red. I'm, I'm weeping. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
And our producer just put a Halloween uh, uh, banner <laughs> around his uh, neck. Represent? Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any accessories. I'm sorry. Uh, so that's that's the first thing. Uh, you know, there's could they run it at the studios? Honestly, I don't see it happening. Uh, but if they do try to run it, they're going to run into all sorts of problems. Uh, you know, it takes a lot of performers. Happy anniversary, Disney and Paris takes a lot of characters. Uh, the Princess Show, lots of lots of, uh, time, lots of cast right? members, lots it's of performers. Pretty consistent. Uh, you know, unless they really staffed really heavily, which I doubt, uh, it's going to be really hard to run the parade. And also, if you have the first show at noon, uh, and the park technically opens at 10, that really gives you two hours to run the parade. It's really hard to, you don't want to run the parade in the first hour opening. It would be it would be really tough. Logistically, to run it. it's going to be tough, and you know, it's going to be I, very tough. I think I think a lot of people will eventually understand that because when you look at what's going on with the twenty fifth anniversary, there is a lot of content uh, every day, multiple times of that, multiple times a day. To try and fit something else around that, it would be logistically a nightmare for them. Yeah, and they're they're probably they, already running at max. They already took away swing into spring and. You know that that's that's like a new season. I do like Swing into Spring. That's one that's uh, become one of my favorites. Um, so they took that away, but can they take away Halloween? And if they do, can we or are we allowed to expect more of that Halloween night? You know, the thirty-first, the the hard ticketed event, the thing that we pay for. Are we gonna be the only ones seeing? an actual Halloween parade? That was going to be my oh. thought, exactly. Let me stop you right there. It's going to be exactly the same as last year. Thank you for smashing our dreams. Well, there you go. There it's we go. Ben is the the podcast. So it's Shooting the same, down. Uh, everything is going to be the same as last year, which if you take that to the max, means that there will be a Halloween parade for that night. It was, um, it was, last year was amazing. and It was a step up from previ- the, previous, the previous year. Yeah, so I, I have no complaints about the same. That. Yeah. So. But my, my feeling is if you're if you're if you're gonna strip it down, that's okay. People have to understand that because you're doing the twenty fifth anniversary stuff in, in in the in the long run, that's the most important thing. But like Axel said, if you're selling a hard ticket item, you expect the season to at least live up to and I think previous efforts, you know. Uh, at least will. a soiree. And so you you know, you're saying it's gonna be exactly like last year, you know, that gives us a little bit of hope. Um, and the other thing that's not going to happen is the villains show in Castle Stage because yeah. there's no way those villains can just twirl around in front of the Chiara. And, but could uh, they? <laughs> wow, are you saying that? Could they potentially do that where they held Doctor Facilier's um, dance party? Because they had so, they had a portable uh, stage out there, maybe not to the extent that they have. So uh, the, the, what we're hearing is, uh, and I'm spilling the beans here, uh, is that oh. uh, they might be reusing, if you remember, on April 12th, they were parading around characters on those bikes, uh, yeah. bike units, I don't know what they call them. Uh, the little bikes, you put a character on it. And like, it like, just, like a little uh, rickshaw. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. uh, as a roof and stuff. Uh, so it sounds like they might be re-theming those to put the villains <laughs> on it, and they would yeah. be sort of parading around and then maybe stopping at a meet-and-greet location at the end of it or okay. something. All right. if, it's, if, it, if it's just them parading around or parading the, down oh. Main Street in those vehicles, I'm just having flashbacks to the, to the Frozen parade. Well, I say parade. It's the frozen yeah, on the outside and the cart going down. With somebody needs to ride times. that bike. 
That's even more <laughs> cast members away. So that, <laughs> if they're going to take the cast members to ride those silly little bikes, they can throw in a parade. And but it's different. It's different. Those, those, those cast It'll members are not performers. I mean, they uh, are, but they're, they're, more, they're dancers and they're, you know, people who are, people need to get, you know, not to break the magic here, but people need to get certified, qualified to be a character. You can just can we, I don't put know, anyone in it. I don't know for sure. But we, we might get a comment on that. For the 60th anniversary of Disneyland California, did they take away Halloween there? I know they have a, lots more money, but That's did they because take they have, away They seasons? have Halloween party nights, so they're actually upselling an entire season instead of it just being an overlay. They're actually and having parties. And it's at night, so it doesn't true. conflict with the rest. Yeah. So, it's so they're actually different. making money off of that. <laughs> the other thing is, are we getting? Uh, I feel like we should be getting. I haven't heard anything about this, but I feel like we should be getting Maleficent in Castle Courtyard. There's no reason why this shouldn't happen. Yeah, because they already that's took not away the sword. Themed. The, right, the sword is gone. We'll talk about that in the social yeah. media segment. Uh, and and then um, uh, the other thing is, uh, apparently, uh, entertainment in Frontierland is going to intensify. I don't know what that means, but Good. you know, that, that's what I was going to say. If you, if you take away, you have to try. You have to do your best, put your best foot forward to try and right. replace that with something else. You know, as long as I, you know, I'm going for for Halloween this year for a week. Uh, as long as I feel like they've made the effort, I will be happy. I'll be okay. But don't, if don't they like, need more performers if they want to up it? Also in Frontierland, can you remember? I think it was. 10 maybe nine years ago where you have those pumpkin men walking around with the pumpkin yeah. hats you yeah, saw them fun. everywhere they, they were walking around they were fun to hang around <laughs> and now they only have those fake well, look what they, things look what they did there. with um the soiree they hired in a lot of third parties to come in and, and do entertainment you know you had the uh, weird skeleton people that had a lot of lights on during the soiree during facilities uh dance party you had a whole sort of south american sounding band with bulls and a, and a, and a gr little girl telling a story all in Ventureland. you they could potentially hire in a third party and have them uh providing for the whole season you mean yeah yeah, yeah possibly, possibly if there's yeah. one thing that disneyland paris has is money <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i mean my my uh, personal guess and i thought uh you know i have not heard anything about this is that uh force of enchantment is finishing on september 3rd which is awfully early and kind of gives them an entire month to why not move the villains show in the chaparral theater if a lot of halloween is going to happen more in frontierland that would sort of be in line with that sort of yeah, line. that's a good space for um, and, and the Frozen sing-along set is still hidden behind Forest of Enchantment. It's been designed, those two sets have been designed to work together. So, I don't know, it wouldn't take that much to retheme that stage, just put some purple, you know, curtains in front of everything. Well, and, you're already you using know. that space with the Mickey and Minnie meet and greet. So that would be a great yeah, extension. that's true. It's, it's right. the, the, the back of uh, the, the restaurant is actually did a meet and greet for Mickey and Minnie. So uh, on, on the way, the, 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 path, the pathway yep. to the train station or the, the theater uh, was last year the meet and greet for Mickey and Minnie with a, a show band just in front of it. Well, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with Halloween this year. It is very controversial. I feel like we're going to hear from a lot of people whenever that gets announced. It's something funny also is on the website. Uh, they have all the things from last year. 
Uh, and on top of it, it says, before we announce this year, take a look at what happened last year, which really suggests that this year is going to be much different. And but, cry um, your eyes out. Thanks, Ben. Cry Thanks. Your Ruined eyes my out. evening. Well, you know, Ruined it. Halloween is all about it's over. being scary, so it's going to be very scary this Halloween. Uh, <laughs> we're going to take another break, uh, and uh, when we come back, we'll keep talking about seasons, and we'll Christmas. move on to Christmas. 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 All right. We'll see you in a bit. We're back on the AG92 radio show. I'm here with Axel and DeAndre, and uh, we're in the middle of talking about seasons uh, for the uh, this fall and beyond. Uh, we just uh, destroyed everyone's dreams for Halloween, and uh, now we're going to move on to Christmas. <laughs> Uh, so Christmas actually is uh, it does not sound too bad. Uh, the first thing we can say is that there uh, should be a Christmas version of the Starlit Princess Waltz. Uh, so same cast, different storyline, which uh, my uh, co-hosts seem thrilled about. Yay! <laughs> Could not care less. <laughs> so that's the first Man. one. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> You don't like princesses? Uh, It's it's uh, going to be basically the same show. They're going to change a bit. They're not going to change at all. (laughs) So you can't see this, but our producer just put on... uh, (laughs) I'm uh, trying to keep a straight face. Antlers. You clearly prepared this. Uh, (laughs) And so... uh, so, so I think think they're going to have the same show. They're going to change a few things on there. But... It's not going to be the show that we once knew at the Chapel Theater with uh, Mickey and Minnie in the sleigh and they, they are being pulled up to, to do the dance. You remember that oh, no, show? No, it's no, yeah, yeah, no. It, this it's is never going to be uh, that thing again. Yeah, and, and hopefully, you know, if we get a Christmas version, we'll get rid of that of that puzzling storyline of this guy who doesn't know which fan should go to which princess. I don't know if you yeah, ever try to understand. It's like, it's like a magic trick or something like that. You know, they're, it, they're very convoluted. I don't, I don't know how they came up with this storyline, but most guests don't understand what is going on. And once they do understand, they're like, oh, that, this is kind of silly, isn't it? Uh, but hey, but, uh, you know, the, the performers are great. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's good music, good singing. It's I mean, good they music. Sing live, yes. So, yeah. As far as I know, they sing live, which is a, a great trend at Disneyland Paris. So, oh. uh, and it's a, an abundance of characters as well. Right. Absolutely. And you know, uh, uh, especially for a happy anniversary, uh, the idea uh, when we were talking with the producer was, you know, really to get as many characters as possible in a show at the same time. I personally feel like people want to meet the characters, so. I don't know if putting them on stage really fulfills that need, but that's a different topic. Uh, the other thing is, so uh, if they're having trouble running a Halloween parade, what is going to happen to the Christmas parade? Because basically we run into the same scheduling uh, uh, issue there. Uh, is it going to run early? Is it going to run at nights? Is it going to run at the studios? Are they going to keep as many it- performances as they have right now? Because weather is going to be... A lot colder than it is now. You're talking about open air sequences. So maybe they're going to reduce the time or the shows on the castle stage because it's too cold. And they'll have some performers that can do the parade. Or they will figure something out that the shows will be in late afternoon. And the parade will be as it always has been uh, around noon. You know, like 11, 12 and 1 or 2 at the latest and then start the, the, the afternoon shows around four. 
Or uh, since a lot of it seems to be moving to the studios, uh, could we see the Christmas parade at the studios? Well, I thought the the whole reason why we don't have stars on parade is, or sorry, stars on car, stars and cars, was because of the logistics of doing a parade. It wasn't it unsafe, or there was a logistical reason for them not continuing the parade. The reason, the reason was budget, I think. Okay, so just resources. <laughs> As yeah, we've I mean, They've run they run a parade there for New Year's, which you know works just fine. It's not a huge parade route, and to be honest, having a Christmas parade at the studios does not sound very magical. Uh, but they can make else. it magical. Anything is possible can, with Disney. Can they make the backlot magical? Of how course many they can. How many Christmas trees do we need? Like a forest. We're just going <laughs> to ship the Osborne lights from Hollywood Studios. <laughs> oh now you're really pushing the boat out. Yeah, I, you know there is room. Just put some, uh, you know, just put some pillars and like set up the lights all along the back lot. Why not? Why yeah. not? With about a quarter of the space. Yeah. 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 Why, why, you just take the whole area. I don't know. Uh, but uh, you know what? What we are sure is coming now is uh, our Christmas projection show on Tower Terror, and you know, uh, uh, nothing says Christmas like Tower Terror. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, it, uh, I'm sure it'll be cool because every production uh, that we've seen on Tower so far for uh, Star Wars or for Electroland, and you know, I've been top notch with yeah, great yeah. projection equipment. But it's a bit, it depends on if they're going to go the same route of doing uh, the Christmas version of Dreams. You know, if they just make generic Christmas CGI uh, figures, I think it would turn a lot of people off. If it's the same quality as Star this the star wars uh galactic celebration then we would be in for something uh, unique and, and uh, jaw-dropping but yeah and just... you know that in at hollywood studios in florida they went for when they did the christmas show they uh they did jingle jingle bell jingle bam and they went for some sort sort of a more modern cheeky silly version of christmas you know with the l's with you know so yeah. We it's just a quality something. issue that I'm, that I'm worried about. You know, the CGI and the, the animation, whatever they choose to do, it needs to be it needs to be up there. You know, you've got it the technology; it's high def projectors. So. But they, no, they, absolutely, they're already testing it, and as mm. far as we've seen, we've seen Santa on its sleigh. Uh, so a lot of people think that it's actually the, the the dreams for Christmas thing just coming back, but on the tower. So I don't think it is because uh, they're creating new music for it. New music and to be honest, isn't everything a better option than Eliminations and Disneyland Park? I you know, I yes. can't agree with you. I can't agree with you on that. I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the lone voice of of Eliminations. Of Indeed you are. <laughs> Whoa. I'm the lone really? I love it. Yeah, I love it. And this is something I was, you know, I was going to touch on is that, you know, it gets a, it gets a, it gets bashed a lot. Um, and I understand why, but, you know, we're talking to other fans and we're not talking to the general public. And from my perception of what the general public, uh, how they responded to the show, it was a crowd pleaser. Everybody was cheering and on their feet at the end of it. It was a huge crowd pleaser. I think when you speak to other fans who watch Dreams, a billion times yes you do miss dreams and you want to be at that same level but for joe public you know it lights them up and it does i've, I've seen people cheering during eliminations 
on their feet. It's, it's no, absolutely. Crazy. I mean, you know, what, the, the, do you average guests who doesn't know really what's going on in the parks will be impressed because fireworks, projections. You know. It's not just projections. It's projections of stuff that's more relevant to them. You know, you have the modern. But the thing know, is, like, tell me, like, what is the story of Illuminations? Well, what is the story of of a lot of old Walt Disney World fireworks shows? You know, it was just fireworks. There was no projections. There was no story. Well, you might have, might you have, have a song. Wishes, you might have a song that tells a, a story. Wishes you, has because, a storyline as a sort of like narrative. But it's more about the the emotion than any sort of actual. Well, they have Absolutely. actual fireworks. And Elimination has fireworks. no emotion. Exactly. It goes from, you know, Star Wars turns into Frozen. Well, you, it, it's the iconic imagery and the iconic, iconic uh, moments from your favorite films. That invokes emotion uh, alone. Yes, the story a storyline would have been better. But as it is, you know, is it bad? I would say no. And for, for people who love those stories, you don't really need something in between to link them. There is something there. It's Mickey traveling from story to story. But... You know, you don't really need that. And, you know, that, that applies to a lot of the other uh, iconic fireworks displays that we've seen in past years from the American parks that people go nuts over. You know, you have a song that tells a story, but you don't have anything really going on within that fireworks show that, that links it. It's just fireworks but I feel like and as music. Soon as you're getting projections, because... you need to have the story because you have images. It's like a movie. Exactly, it's like the movie. That changes, it's showing you that bits from your movie. You need to have a storyline if you have images. But you're using properties that aren't linked. But it doesn't invalidate the properties that they're using. Well, oh no, is. I'm not saying the same. Well, actually, some of the segments are pretty bad. There's a lot of mapping that happened in Shanghai that did not get transferred. To not to be technical, that's but yeah, that's different. That's you know, I was watching it the other night, issue. and it, there's a lot of the segments where it's just a bunch of image, basically swiping from left to right on the castle, and there could be a turret there, there could not be a turret. Doesn't matter. The whole thing is sort yeah. of like it's you not know, mapped adapted. onto it, like like replacing the castle with another castle like at the beginning exactly. you know, like you know we remember castle. like how genie was you yeah. know making the castle shake and turning into disco into, lights into and, and had, you, know. you know hunchback was turning into notre dame and it was all those things that were happening with our yeah, castle because it's made for it that doesn't a fair particularly happen fair but to, to to say that you know it needs a story i, I beg to differ it doesn't need a story to to please the crowd yes it might need a story for hardcore disney fans that have seen dreams and grew up with it and all that but does it need it to really get it i, I would say no absolutely well it, no, is, I mean, it is popular what you see yeah. now what i've seen what i see it's now is that people are sitting there on the streets on central plaza like an hour to 90 minutes before the show so we cannot discuss that uh, it isn't popular it's just had dreams followed up eliminations then we would say okay we're going the right way yeah but i'm not Again, sure dreams was something originally five years, you know yeah. and i <laughs> yeah. think a lot of people were and you know and that, that was an original story now we got the chinese park leftovers and i feel like eh, maybe we had to deserve better and I feel like, you know, is it really that expensive? And I'm sure, you know, I know nothing about budget. And I'm sure someone who works at Disney Paris could disagree with me. But, uh, you know, when they did Star Wars at the studios and now they're doing a Christmas one, is it really in 2017 that expensive to have new animation, new mapping? You know, Not I don't necessarily, think but you need, a, you need somebody who can actually sit down and dedicate their time to creating that story. It's not so much to actually animate it, but you need to hire somebody top level in the story right. department to actually give you that. 
You're not going to just get that with. Fair enough. No, absolutely. But you know, I feel like uh, when the 25th anniversary ends, maybe uh, animation should go with it. Uh, and uh, t- uh, talking about that, well, before we get into 25th anniversary ending uh, New Year's, I just want to point out, uh, buy you tickets. Are you guys going to a New Year's party? Of course. I can. You are Axel's going? Too much for my blood, but I, I'm looking forward to seeing Axel's vlogs on it because uh, it looks like an amazing time. Like last year, it looked like it was an amazing times. So. You know, uh, well, I went last year. It was, it was, it wasn't great because of the weather, but uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was at the studios. Uh, I think people want to be in Disneyland Park for New Year's, and they want the New Year's party to be at Disneyland Park. They don't just want to be watching dreams or elimination for new year's they want to have the whole party there and it's, it looks like this year they're going to make you pay extra for it but they're going to deliver uh we're hearing a parade of 30 floats so, that's insane that's insane that's why we're not getting that's, that's why we're not getting halloween uh and barely in christmas because it's all going to be in <laughs> Uh, so it should be pretty good, you know. For first year, so obviously teething issues probably, but uh, it sounds really nice. I wish they would communicate a bit more about what's going to happen because you're really just buying a ticket for something you don't really well, know. It's nothing new, is it? It's going to be would, right. Yeah, it's well, we new. know we know they they've had their issues in the past, so I do think that they should come out more and just communicate a bit more about what's happening. Because we don't want a second Star Wars night. We don't want another Electro... Electro night was great. But the way they handled it and had to, to half-price the tickets, they should have come out more and say, this what's awaits you, and here are the tickets. No, absolutely. And it's something we're going to talk in our, in our uh, next segment about social media and communication. The last thing I wanted to say is, you know, uh, I heard rumors, rumors again, just rumors, that 25th anniversary may not survive uh, the end of the year. Um, so um, we're talking about it being uh, uh, finishing in January. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, anyways, we'll be right back uh, with our next segment about social media and technology. We're back on the ED92 radio show for our last segment. And, uh, and uh, you, oh, you're, whoa, not, whoa, you're not, you're not going to start a segment. <laughs> he, tried, he tried to on, blow, us, blow us off. He's really trying to just skim over that bombshell. Hey, 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 okay. Absolute bombshell. How can you do that to us? You can't just drop that on us and just move on like it's no big deal. The biggest There's nothing celebration else to say. In the history of Disneyland Paris, the most characters who ever stepped out of that castle at Disneyland Paris... Yeah, for one day, it's gonna end. Well, how? Well, the first thing is, it seems that it's not that popular. What? I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I don't. The parade. Think it's, well, um, maybe it's because I was there pretty fresh into the anniversary, but it was it was packed. It was packed. I know it was anniversary week, but everything I see now is people just love it. People people are lining up well in advance of the parade. That's crazy. Oh yeah, of course. But the, you know, the, the parade is not really a 25th anniversary. Well, I know it's gonna they, they 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 make it, they time it so that it's on the anniversaries. But the reaction, it's obviously, obviously, the reaction the to those shows, though, stay. the Castle Stage show, the, rea- the reaction to those was just off the charts. I've never seen anything so so epic. All right, all right. Well, um, you know, there's there's a lot going on next year, and the first thing is uh, swing into spring in February, and well, it'd be uh, good to have that back. But, you know, I'm surprised they're not going to extend it by, by at least a couple months because Swing and Spring wouldn't start until March, right? 
Usually end of February, uh, early March, yeah. Yeah, so they could at least extend it. But you're saying no extension, that's it, hard stop. I don't know. Something. I've heard that the tiara on Castle stage is set to be removed in January. Oh, Again, rumors, rumors, rumors. Because I remember with the 20th anniversary, they were they extended that as long as they possibly could. We just missed it. But remember, now we're under Walt Disney Company, and if you look at what happened at Disneyland Resort with their 60th, which was, was very well received. 18 months? Something like that? I, no, after a year, it was done. Right? A year? No, they kept it, it going. Into, they kept that going. It went into a little bit into the summer, but then, uh, you know, Disneyland Forever uh, finished, uh, World of Color mm-hmm. Celebration finished as well. Oh, maybe they stripped it down. Uh, but, but I remember you, they... Yeah. Are you really saying, out of all the ugly things they brought out for the 25th anniversary the tiara is going to be the thing that goes as the first thing <laughs> well you know, you know to go back are they are they going to keep way. town square are you, they going to the, the gazebo is going to stay like that but they're going to take away <laughs> the crown well you don't know because they need aluminum foil for the restaurant so maybe they could get the roof oh. of the gazebo off and reuse man, that but man. Yeah, but those those curtains cannot go anywhere else because they've been in the sun for like six months now, and they're they're not blue; they're they're like baby blue, silver blue. Um, it's more the flaking, yeah. the flaking that I had a problem with when I was there. Is it just? <laughs> well, it's it's already it's it's a good thing they didn't slap anything on the castle. So, but you that, can't because projections. Yeah, but I do think I could live with the fact that it would continue until march at least so we had it for at least a year now january is like well it doesn't bring us where we want and we're just going to take it away so that's not and they could use that extra time to uh, i know it kind of missed uh, the spring into spring season uh, if they if they kept it going beyond march but it would give them time to to develop even more of that brand new suit because the swing into spring is not that old; it's only a couple of years old. Yeah, so and it's could, gotten better every year. Yeah, so it it's, it's expected it, to return next year. It'll be interesting to see if they can keep some of the offerings from the twenty fifth, or if everything's going to go. And if they take it down in January, then my honest opinion: take it down October first. Let us have Halloween. Let us have Christmas. <laughs> and just continue laughing. Yeah, because it does seem a little, bit, uh, a little Why bit. Why would you do it in January? If they take away Halloween and like Christmas. A month, really. Just take take everything off for those last two months and let us have the holidays that we want. But guess this will come in this fall to see the 25th anniversary. No, for Halloween probably, and Christmas. Probably exactly. Probably not as many as people are coming for Halloween and Christmas. But I guess you know it's it's tough. It's tough. You run. It, the, the anniversary was set up in a way that it really gets in the way of a lot of uh, the offerings. You know, it's not for the 20th. There was no stage show. There was a, a little train that you could easily reschedule or um, repaint or repaint a million times. I'm surprised it still rolls down. It must be so heavy. Um, but, uh, you know, and for this time, they had a lot of offering on Castle Stage, and it, it's just sort of messing with the seasons. Well, I say, um, you know, if you either commit to it or you don't. If you're going to stop on December 31st, you're not really committing to the 25th anniversary. And the amount of effort that they put into this, why not just commit to it and do the, the full year? You know? And so much. Well, maybe, maybe. You know, these are Again, course, all rumors. Yeah. All rumors. These are all rumors. But you know, when people hear it, this is only a rumor. What they could say, happen? What could happen? This is know. fact. And if it doesn't work out, then 
Yeah, no, no. We're just here to discuss. We made it clear from the start that we're a discussion show. (laughs) And if we want to know what's happening in Disneyland Paris, we know which social media to follow and which one not. Not naming names. Whoa. Not naming names. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the the next thing we're going to talk about is a little, you know, so there's there's been a bit of a social media uh, mess recently. Vacuum. Uh, uh, Disneyland Paris likes to uh, apparently program their tweets a lot, just schedule them, and they don't always fall right, uh, you know. Uh, and do you believe that? <laughs> do you do you really believe? Do you really believe like what's what Ben is talking about is that just, I think it was yesterday, we're recording this on, on a Tuesday, on Monday, we had a, a French tweet saying, if you feel as strong on this Monday, can you pull out the sword of Excalibur? Oh, it came in that's, English like half an that's, hour later. That sword is gone for at least a week to two weeks, right at on least. It. Right on it. As soon as, you are as soon not going to say they programmed that tweet two weeks ago. But these are made no at way. Team Disney, which is in Val de Hop, and um, it's really you kind of wonder if those guys go in the parks ever. Uh, that's that's true. Disney Disneyland Paris has nobody <laughs> in the park. Yeah, that's true. No, that, uh, that's right. Yeah, and I mean, and it's been there's been all those. You know, I'm not going to start with the uh, the my sparkling videos, which I find completely useless. Uh, I know Axel, we've talked about this before. They're designed to give exposure, uh, to, to get Disneyland Paris exposure through all those bloggers, those famous what? bloggers, which I understand what they're trying to do, and I'm not saying it's wrong. But when you're a fan, it's just a bit off to have you know all those, you know, makeup. Uh, experts come in and you know mint mini for shopping well, on Main argument, Street when they clearly don't know anything about well, it. Well, the argument always is, you know, they're not trying to reach the fans that are already fans of Disneyland Paris. They're no, absolutely, reach, I get it. But at the same time, for the people that do enjoy going, it's a little bit of a slap in the face. You know, yeah, but let feel, the cast member do, do it. Why? Why those bloggers? Why those? Because let, they have an already built-in audience. That's why. That's that's the real reason. Because those some, videos some air on those channels as well, and it's 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 free advertising for the you know whatever thousands millions of subscribers yeah. on YouTube. It's a good strategy. I mean, other parks do it, so it's you can't really blame them for doing it. It's just it just it's just how I think you're speaking more how it feels for us when we're no that's that's for um, DeAndre. That's a fact. Other parks are doing it. Disneyland Paris sees it, and they take the same people to do it. The same people that do it in the other parks. So now we're talking, take, I don't know if you've seen those videos of the pirates. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. The guy, the Park Asterix guy. Right. So there's a French, there's a French video series where there's this guy from like, he's the pirate from whatever, Val de Malm or something, Yveline or something. And it's, yep. it's, the video is really silly. But what we found out is the same guy did also a video series for Park Asterix, which, you know... Is that his resume? Is that he just goes around filming park videos? I, I guess, I guess. <laughs> but when you do Disneyland Paris, maybe you shouldn't hire someone who's done PR for another theme yeah. park in the same country, you know. Uh, and also those videos are very silly. Uh, not very up to par with sort of like Disney quality type of thing. But, you know, they're trying. There used to be a time when uh, there was a girl named Aurélie and uh, she, was in the, she was an intern at uh, Disneyland Paris Social Media and she started interacting with... The fan. I, I think DeAndre, I think I you've remember, talked yeah. to her as well. 
And uh, I was really sad to see her go. Um, yeah, and the, the reaction did. from everyone, even from random guests who had questions to everyone, mm. um, people loved it. They What's really the level loved it. of interaction that you got? I mean, when, you, when you're contacting Disney through Twitter, and that's like the new way you contact companies now. It's, it's just a fact. That's, that's where modern social media is going. You, can't, you can reach out to a company directly on Twitter. When you have somebody who's dedicated to that and actually responds to that, in a unique way yeah you can look at it as being sappy and you know you're talking to a company you're not really talking to a character uh, but at the end of the day she's a she's a cast member and she she acted like one she acted like with like she had a real passion for what she was doing and when she when you have a, a cast member that does that whether it's in the park or social media you as a guest your experience is enhanced even before you even reach the park and that happened with us. I mean, I remember once she, and again, we didn't know who she was at the time. We just saw Disneyland Paris doing this. And that's that's what you want. You want that's what the, the, the effect is. Disneyland Paris is reaching out to you. She wrote a poem based on um, the, uh, the, the monologue by um, Madame Leota in Phantom Manor. But she, oh, replaced, really? she replaced certain words and tailored it to Sophie and I. She knew, she knew what, what we were doing, what we planned to do while we were there. And we told her we were a big fan of Phantom Manor, and she wrote like a small little blurb um, tailored to us with our names and everything. And to us, yeah, yeah, it's it's just a bit of fun, but that's what you want. You want a bit of fun with your interaction. It felt great. Exactly. Yeah. And that's when we found out that, she, you know, shortly thereafter, she was she was leaving, and we reached out to her. We, we thanked her because, you know, it, a lot of times it's a thankless job, and there is criticism from some Disney fans saying, you know, oh, it's just... It's just a uh, an employee sitting in an office somewhere. There's not really Disney. Well, to to me, that's all I see is Disney. I, I don't see the other side of it. And yeah, you can logically make that conclusion. But why would you be cynical like that? Why be cynical like that? But they and have you, yeah, they and, have to and, DLP help now. So yeah, but they, they're, a bit, they're still a bit robotic, though. When you see yeah, you know I don't, Walt I Disney World today and Disneyland today, when they reply to you, they they always have like a little joke or it makes sense. And I feel like DLP help is kind of robotic. They'll usually put a link to the contact us page and uh you know it's a little bit cold and you know that's what we're missing is we're missing a little bit of a ter personal touch yeah yeah bit of a personal touch actually that's a good way to put it you know so dlp social media bit of a personal touch is a bit of a, a personal touch and and let that advice be really considerable for a personal touch if you see pictures of an account <laughs> don't go try to take that same picture Oof. a day later i'm sensing a little bit of bitterness here don't do Shade it me. it's it's not bitterness it's it's uh i'm a bit Are we talking about the disneyland resort the disneyland resort birthday we had that picture with a birthday button with disneyland on it uh we tweeted that out to disneyland resort on july 17th disneyland paris did that same thing that same button I don't same know if spots. the picture, same, <laughs> almost same yeah. spot. Pretty identical. I did see the pictures. But they did that on July 18th. A little you bit know, late. It's, it's, late. It's too late. And then <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it on time. And then I don't care. You know, it's not an original idea. A lot of, a lot of people doing it with the, with the buttons and writing the name and just taking the picture. A lot of people do that. It's not an original idea. But copying... It's not a good thing, and especially not if it's a day late. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, you know, and, and to be to be uh, to end on a more positive note, uh, there's something we have to remember with with Disney and Disneyland Paris is that everything that goes through Disney, you know, uh, media channels has to be approved a million times. And you know, we just go in the park and do whatever we want. But you know, if you're Disneyland. Disney official accounts, uh, there's a lot of restrictions and limitation because you're the voice of Disney. So, well, I can understand that for press releases. I don't understand that for just general help. And well, for social media, you know, they have to be careful what they say, and right. you know, things could be taken out of context and blown up, and you know, so it's also a lot of restrictions. Uh, guys, uh, it is the end of our last segment. Already, uh, I think already. Wow, yes, super yes. Nice. We've gone six segments, so uh, uh, I want to thank all of you guys. Uh, Axel, thank you as always. See you next time. See you next time, DeAndre. Thank you so much for being our guest host. Uh, uh, if you uh, if you don't follow DeAndre, uh, uh, play where talk right. No, did I put it in right order? Yep, that's it. You got it. Okay, uh, on Twitter and also on YouTube. Everything. I believe. Everything. Same thing. And uh, Axel, of course, is Curious Axel on. Uh, Twitter and he manages our uh, YouTube channel. So if you watch our YouTube, uh, that's also his work. He's all over it. Uh, we're going to thank our producer as well for being here tonight. And uh, we'll see you in September uh, for a brand new episode. So thank you everyone for listening and uh, thank you guys for being on the show. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.